All right, my friend. RMT back at it again. Yeah. We got the very special Annie Roth with us in the house. Hello. She's coming to hang out. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've noticed anything new here, but we got a nice little new background. Uh, get rid of that tapestry. <laughs> and get some nice art, man. This is awesome. It so, was a beautiful tapestry, but I do like it. It is a beautiful tapestry, <laughs> you know, and it played a great purpose for, you know, for when it was needed. But now it's time to evolve. It's time to move on. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And thank you for the awesome art. Uh, you have definitely, you know, you're one of the most talented people in our group by leaps and bounds. And I it's been awesome know. to. Uh, I do paint good. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's amazing, you know. I can't paint worth shit. We went to a, like a paint and sip class in Oregon, and you know, it's Oregon. It's like all the artists are there, right? Yes. And uh, they're like paint My a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> they're like paint a mountain, and mine was so piss poor it looked like a kindergartner do it. No, that's you know? good though. You trying it out for the first time. So. I tried it out, and you know, it's like Portland. <laughs> Everyone's trying to be nice, and they're like, "Oh, you're." Your shapes are nice. <laughs> <laughs> I did that for years. And yes, that's exactly. But like, but it's getting people that haven't painted before to paint, you know, like it's not going to look like you paint every day. For but sure. as long as it's fun it was and a you're good trying time. something new, yeah, it's good. It was a good time. And like just finding those creative expressions. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, we all have those, but we don't necessarily always find them. Right. You know, there's uh, everyone has like that kind of creative side to them, but that can get suppressed pretty easily when you get into like school and jobs and just like a, for sure, a busy work life or just a busy life in general. Yeah, because not enough emphasis is put on that. For sure. Yeah. It's all about your input and output, and not so much just like creativity and kind of seeing where things go. And right. that's what's cool with paintings, you know, because you can kind of add to that journey paint over it or play yes. you know like you can always keep fixing stuff <laughs> right and adding to it nothing's ever permanent exactly mm -hmm. like i've had paintings in my attic for like five years and then decided i hated the whole thing and painted right over every single piece of that <laughs> <laughs> and just put a new painting on top you know that's awesome though. yeah <laughs> you know there's not a lot of things that you could do that i mean i guess you can't yeah. start from scratch from anything but how like big of a pain in the ass if you were like making a book you're on page like 3,000. You're like, yep, scrap it. Yeah. Uh, I hate this whole story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What am I even talking about? <laughs> that, I'm sure that happens though. Oh, like, 100%. I, yeah. And I don't write, but like, I'm sure that struggle is real. <laughs> oh, 100%. A lot of writers don't even really, like for comedians, I know a lot of comedians that they don't really just write jokes. They just write. Yeah. And kind of extract. And then see what yeah. works out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Like a sketchbook. Yeah. Like. Because yeah. you kind of have to have like a full rounded thought to kind of find where the comedy is. Right. Sometimes in some, some subjects, the more difficult ones to find the laughter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of have to like explore that subject in a deep dive and then just start extracting things. Right. Like the people I've heard of people like writing their thoughts, like when they wake up, as soon as they wake up, they'll like mm -hmm. write down their dreams and then see what's there. Like, that's a interesting way to get inspiration. For sure. <laughs> when you wake up in the shower. Yeah. Yoga. You I usually do it when pose? I'm working out. Yeah. And then like we'll write down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's but like a yoga pose. Come. Yeah. I definitely have had like some good meditation while doing that and like seen some. Actually, one painting that I did, we were at 
um, a yoga in the morning on like a Friday and it was like a beautiful day outside and doing the meditation. I had like a vision of like a really awesome white peacock. And that was like a painting that after I was done with that, I was like, oh, I need to paint that right yeah. now. Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. A white peacock. Yeah. I don't know what it was about, but I was like, well, that's going to be a painting now. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's the whole point of inspiration, you know, like there's, it's almost like undescribable, that feeling. When you get right. that, that inspiration from something. Yeah. It could be something as simple as that. Right. I don't yeah. know what that, yeah, where it came from, but sure. like from somewhere, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, that's the crazy part about our brains, you know, there's really yeah. no structure. There is structure to it, but the, at the same time, there is no structure to it. Right. You know, and things are just firing off in, uh, on a day-to-day basis. You're kind of just following wherever your brain's kind of telling you to go. Right. All those know. random thoughts. Um, many mm. random thoughts <laughs> for us those are random millennial thoughts Indeed. <laughs> so let's talk about the painting a little bit uh talk about the concept and uh yeah i mean yeah. it kind of came together i you know reached out to annie um about doing something for the podcast you know kind of going away from the tapestry a little bit but wanting more than just the logo i didn't want just the logo up here that was kind of like my only you know, yeah. can you make sure the logo's in there? And then from there, just do what you do. Um, so, yeah, kind of take us through the painting a little bit. Yeah, it was one of those, like, while working out sketches. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's it. <laughs> um, but definitely playing off of, like, the left brain, right brain, um, kind of, like, dichotomy where the left brain has more of the, like, science and math and analytical stuff. And then the right brain is your more creative side. Mm-hmm. Um and then trying to kind of tie those two together because like it's never just like an even split between the two. Of course. Um, so having some like crazy fun colors over on that like more mathy side and then like the more organization with those drips too. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It really, uh, I think, captures what we're trying to do at the podcast, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just not taking sides, not taking teams and just talking to everyone is, is right. really the goal. Yeah. And that's what I've loved listening to about like, or listening about past episodes, mm-hmm. like hearing everybody's just like whatever they specialize in, whatever they think about hearing their thoughts on that. For sure. Yeah. You know, it's, we're all experts in, in a few things and that accumulates to all of us being able to keep this thing running. And, right. Uh, yeah. It's good to, you know. If there's something I'm getting into, I want to find the, you know, the most well-rounded, smartest person on that subject. Absolutely. You know, right. I want to feel like a complete idiot as I talk to them because that's yeah. how you really learn from folks. You know, yeah. you, uh, <clears throat> I mean, you can do your own research and stuff like that, but people that have that hands-on experience and, uh, you know, those are the folks you want to follow. Right. Well, it's like those people are the ones putting that information out there. So why sure. not go straight to the source and ask an expert? Who yeah. do you go for like painting advice and stuff like that? Um, honestly, like working in the art field, just being able to be around other artists, mm-hmm. like just getting inspiration from what other people do. For sure. Yeah. So That's like, got to be infectious. It's <gasps> it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just being able to talk about, you know, what they're working on, like what techniques they use because... I definitely am stuck kind of in my ways, like using acrylic paints and that's all I do. And I have like certain brush strokes that I like to use, but every once in a while they'll, you know, I'm trying to think of the last, oh, 
recently for another painting I did, uh, I used glitter in my painting for the first time because like in school, they never, you know, talked about that as like a good material to use for an actual <laughs> painting. Um, but I was like, you know what? I don't care. Like no. I want to put glitter in that. I'll do it. For sure. <laughs> yeah. That's the beautiful yeah. thing about, <laughs> about paintings and stuff. That's funny. Cause you think of glitter and you think of right. it more of just like, you know, chicks put it on their body and like, yeah. You know, just kitchen a, craft supplies. <laughs> yeah, you know, at a festival or something, people throw glitter in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you think of. And all the pollution that is tiny microplastics, but it's fine. It looks pretty. So. <laughs> <laughs> looks good for the moment. Yeah, it is weird when you look at graffiti or uh, like confetti and um, glow sticks and mm-hmm. just how terrible all that stuff is for the environment. Right. And then we produce them just to be like, woo. Right, yeah and that's it just let it blow away into the space <laughs> but like with acrylic paint too it's all made with plastic and like i try to like do things that are good for the environment but like it's so hard to find like inexpensive acrylic paint that you know a hundred percent look we all want to do our best right but it's impossible right like it's that's like up no to matter the companies yeah like you gotta Fix your act so I can fix mine. Thank you. Like, no matter <laughs> what you use, there's always something wrong with it, right? Mm-hmm. It's either, like, made in another country from kids or it's, like... Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's always just something that you can't just, like... Uh, I don't know. It's odd that nowadays we want to tie our morals to the companies we purchase products from, you know? Right. Like, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A is against gay people. But it's, like... You're just making sandwiches, man. Right. <laughs> You're not right. like a person. Like what an interesting <laughs> stance. Yeah. 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 It's where that a company can make a stance like a person could, you know? For sure. Or like Hobby Lobby. And like, mm-hmm. so I've, you know, working at art places, some people have been like, don't buy your craft supplies from there if we're going to use it, you know, for class. Like right. I don't, I don't want it from that place. I was like, okay. It's just too it much to cheaper, keep up but... with. Well, that's the thing. It's so much to keep up with. Now we can't shop here because they don't like the gays. We can't shop here because, you know, this is their their company slogan or their company viewpoint. And it's, you know, before it's like whoever owned the business, it didn't matter. It was just a chicken spot. Right. <laughs> right. Like the owner's personal beliefs didn't infiltrate the whole company on how the company was marketed and kind of viewed in the public. And obviously, some of those marketing things would have still played out, but it wouldn't have been tied to, like, you know. Because I think Chick-fil-A got caught supporting anti-LGBTQ companies. Not companies, but, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Communities, essentially. People that were getting together to try to help, help those folks. They were putting money towards, you know, not helping them. And, right. um, and like thing, like, I can't remember what exactly it was like, well, it's just weird. Cause they want to say they're a religious company. So mm-hmm. within religion, you should love all and respect all. <laughs> well, but then in, they exile religions, you know, right. like, uh, oh, for depends sure. on how you want to take that. <laughs> yeah. It gets fishy, especially when you're talking about which religion, but I don't know. It just seems like a lot. It just seems like if you want to go buy a chicken sandwich, we shouldn't have to look into the like, the morals, morals of, of the company. That. Well, and a lot of you know people that I know are like, I don't love that they support that, 
but I do love their chicken, so I'm going to buy from many. For sure, dude. <laughs> you know? There's a, there's plenty of that. And when folks complain, like, oh, your vote doesn't count in elections, and I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm not in that world. I can't tell you if it does or it doesn't. But what definitely does count for your vote is your dollar. Right. If and I it think doesn't that's make why money, people, like, focus so much mm-hmm. on paying attention to the morality of whatever companies they're supporting. For sure. And, like, maybe those, you know, people that are getting all the money. Mm-hmm. Are using that money to support whatever kind of political causes too for sure yeah it's just like every time you buy something that's your vote if it didn't make money in america it ain't sticking around straight right. up uh, unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if it doesn't make money it will eventually go away and so that is really your real vote if you don't spend money on it then it's not going to stick around Right. On a mass scale, not one person. Because I know a lot of people are like, I'm never coming back here. Oh, my God. And they should. <laughs> <laughs> like, please don't. Please don't. That, yeah. <laughs> that was a weird thing when I worked for like a big corporate place. You know, customers would be like, well, I'm never coming back. It's like, lady, we see thousands of people a day. Right. I'm like, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> if we were some mom and pop in some, you know, 300 person town, then yeah, you're, <clears throat> you're screwed. Right. Because that reputation is going to get around. But when you're big corporate and you got a spot in every city in America, it's like, (laughs) it doesn't matter (laughs) how you feel about that. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's odd about everyone having a voice. You know, there's definitely benefits to everyone having a voice, but there's also a lot of uh, weird shit that happens, you know? Right. Just, I mean, you can see that all over those internets. All over those (laughs) internets. I know. Yeah. I know. Like when you look at chemtrails or flat earth and, Oh you just get so many people <laughs> that are lost and confused and lonely. And, uh, you know, then they all find each other online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, oh, you think that too? They can all chat about it. We must be right. Yeah. We, we all think this. Yeah, we, we must be right. <laughs> so there's definitely a negative to it. But there's a lot of positive to it as well. Right. You know? And, you know, if you have to have both, there's always a balance. And that's fine. For sure. Like, I mean, like after Trump got elected, uh, it was the biggest women's march in American history. How do you think and that got organized? Great. That got organized from social media, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely. So there's definitely like, you know, like everything, there's good and the bad. And now we kind of see a little bit more of what that looks like. Like, I feel like when we were like high school, college, like we were just kind of thrown into social media. No one really knew what we were doing. We were oh, just yeah. doing it. <laughs> and like, thank goodness I can't find any of those profiles from <laughs> way back then. Like, mm. <laughs> Uh, my girlfriend does those. Uh, it's like sh- you know, five years ago you tweeted this, or right. this is your Facebook post. Yes. They're hilarious, hilarious. Oh like, yeah, it's just like from twenty five to thirty, <laughs> what like, you would post on the internet. right? What am I gonna let everybody hear me say? Like, no. Oh, she was vicious too. She was on that Twitter hard. Yes, she was tweeting <laughs> hard. Yeah, I never got into Twitter though. I didn't either. Yeah. Well, no. you're an artist, so right. Instagram is made for you. I'm a visual person yeah. anyway, so yeah, Instagram is my happy place. Yeah. You use anything else? Um, I have a Facebook that I like never use, mm-hmm. um, and a website. Really, it's all Instagram. Oh, you got and a I'm website? I'm happy there. Yeah. I don't think I've seen your website. Rothcomaani.com. <laughs> oh, nice. Is yeah. it in your Instagram bio? It is in like one of those okay. little link trees. Okay, I gotta go check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I actually. I'm taking the website down, I think, for a little bit. Oh, no. Is it just because you're focusing more on, like, YouTube just posting there? 
Or... Well, that's the thing. The website is a one-stop shop because it in the top right corner has all the links to all the different audio platforms and YouTube. And it's just a nice one place that folks can kind of go get a vibe for the whole cast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I looked at my monthly subscriptions. And between Squarespace and Sling TV, that was 60 bucks a month. Right. And when I looked at my traffic, I'm generating just as much traffic on my Spotify um, and on YouTube as I am on the website. And so, so at like, that why point, spend the money? yeah. There. And and look, like <clears throat> I just got promoted this week to full time, which is great. Yeah. So once those checks start coming in in a couple months, I'll probably put it back up. But in the meantime, I'm like, folks either look at it on spot, listen to it on Spotify or Apple, or right. they put it on YouTube. And then on my website, you're going through those platforms anyway. Like you're still watching it through YouTube on the website, if that makes sense. Yeah, you yeah, know? definitely. So it counts towards YouTube. So it can, yeah, probably. it counts towards YouTube anyway. And uh, I have a better chance of someone randomly stumbling upon a YouTube video of mine than I do of them checking out my website. Yeah. And that's the other thing I fucked up on was naming it Random Millennial Thoughts. I should have named it RMT Podcast because no one can spell millennial. <laughs> this yes. one included. oh my god yes i sent the uh picture of the painting and i was like look it's finished and you were like well it looks great it's but great. like millennial is not spelled right and i was like no. oh my god <laughs> so i immediately like repainted the, all great. the text i was like i can't believe like oh no girl i was sweating i was sweating there because i was like I was like, babe, like, come look at it. She did such a great job, but she spelled millennial wrong. <laughs> well, and I, don't I spell everything like wrong, that. so it's really okay. Please <laughs> well, let it, me know. It is like, an odd word. Most folks do not spell that word ever. Which is, you know. You know. Well, I guess that's bad for us as millennials. I should probably know how to spell it, but like, well, what are you going to do? Well, <laughs> and we got the shit end of the stick. You got Gen Z, Generation X. Like, they Which got some so easy, easy. Stuff. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. You know, they got one got letter. Shafted. And we're over here with millennial millennials. It's mm-hmm. a mouthful. But, no, uh, I can't spell anything. I'll I'll paint you a picture all day, but like don't <laughs> ask me to spell. <laughs> I know there's no spell check on the uh, on the paintings. No, unfortunately not. I think about that all the time <laughs> when I'm emailing. I'm like, man, how screwed would I, would I be without spell check? How dumb would I, we all look without spell check? <laughs> I don't want to think about it. I'll just. I'll do hieroglyphics. Like how I'm how not. dumb do we look still with spell track? You know, some of us still struggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, what kind of got you into painting? In the like, where where did that kind of where that journey start for you? Honestly, like, I don't know. Um, I've been painting my whole life, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember finding a book like our kindergarten teacher made us all illustrate pictures of what we want to be when we grow up and like mine was a painter and i was yeah. like perfect i'm living my dream That's what's like up. one of my uh students that i teach now looked at me one day and they asked me like what do you want to be when you grow up and i was like an art teacher <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing it i guess <laughs> so great yeah and they just kind of looked at me like uh-huh. They they didn't care about that and then they walked away. I was like, "Oh, well." How old are good they? Good talk. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh so like most of my students are between 7 and 11. Okay. And that's yeah. great. They're so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Look, when you're 7 11, especially now, like you want to be a rapper, a ball player, 
Right. Like, a, a lot of kids, and my, myself included, I'd, you know, you're very fortunate to kind of have that uh, macro perspective of what you want to do long term. Right. You know, a lot of us live, you know, like lost puppies for a little bit, just like, where do I go? Where do I go? What am what I going to do? do? Yeah. And, you know, at that age, seven to 11, a lot of those kids, you know, they watch sports, they want to be athletes or their favorite musician or, right. you know, whatever's kind of popular. So for folks, I always love hearing stories about folks that really found their passion early and, and, and followed through on it. Because um, especially when it comes to the arts, so many people try to talk you out of it. Right. Well, you know? I mean, finding a job in the arts is hard. Like, and it wasn't until like six years after college that I found something stable in mm-hmm. the arts. Like, for sure. Yeah. But you know, that's that's the journey, though. It's like, you know, I worked I worked retail for six years until I found the job I actually wanted to do, and that that twenty to thirty time is one hundred percent the time to figure that out. Right. You know, just you know, not everyone's gonna know when they're a kid what they want to do for the rest of their life. But having that time from 20 to 30 to just taste and, yeah. and just find out what you like, what your strengths are, what, what you're best at, what you're best applying yourself to. Exactly. What you're not going to burn yourself out on. And that's it, a big one too. Right. And like you're young. So even if it doesn't work out, you'll bounce back real easy too. Well, that's the whole so. thing. That 20 to 30, there's time to quit, restart, and you're not screwed. Like it's not like right. you're 60 trying to start a new career from scratch yeah you know uh you you know uh, an employer looks at your resume like yeah i wanted to make a switch blah 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 like it's not a it's not the deterrent it used to be you know folks used to work at the same place for like 40 years right well not the case anymore and i feel very fortunate too because it's like i'm just here supporting myself figuring it out like maybe if i had to support other people like you know wouldn't have time to figure out yeah definitely if i wanted to have this art job or whatever but yeah for sure. I feel blessed that like before, like both of our like significant others and us had kids that we got to kind of f- take time and figure out what our occupations were going to be. Right. You know, and not just taking a job because, you know, now I got this kid, I got this family to support. I'm just going to take whatever's the highest paying job, mm-hmm. you know, and I get it. I get that people get in that situation and, and, you know, I couldn't say I wouldn't do the same thing, you know. Right. I found out she was pregnant and I didn't have a job and it was like, yeah, I'm going to go do whatever, find whatever's a good paying job to support. Yeah. But it's been a blessing to just have time to figure out those passions and have those failures and not have that pressure of like, I'm in charge of a new human life. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's a lot day, of pressure. No rush, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure, you know? And, uh, yeah, you know, I think you and I have found our passion Right. Um, and, like, and just like our purpose in life. Yeah. You know? Good jobs. And then also like being able to do your creative pursuits outside of that. Like yeah. it's great. You know, it's just like I've been my been in my new job for like three, four months now. I've never once come home. It was like, quote unquote, like burnt out, you know? Yeah. In the sense of like, I'm over it. I don't want to go back there. I don't want to do that. It's like, yeah, can't wait. Go back tomorrow. I'll do it every day. I really would. You know, I would do my job every day. Um, and that's great because that's the whole thing is like finding something it you know it doubles down to my strengths it does you know deals with something i'm passionate about and those are the things you have to find but it just takes a long time you know and it takes time for the opportunity to have it took me two years to get in the industry you know right 
Um, when folks are like, oh, it's so cool you work in the cannabis industry. But what they don't see is me working a shitty retail job for seven years. You right. Know, they didn't see me go through those, you know, those moments of just not knowing. And, uh, you know, at the same time, I didn't, that, that opportunity wasn't there. No. You know what I'm saying? No, it wasn't there. Definitely wasn't there. In so the past. now it's like, you know, I hear from folks all the time, well, the industry's small. It'd be hard to get. There's always an excuse not to do something. Mm hmm. And I, sh- I shifted that shit a long time ago. To me, there's always a reason to do something. Right. I like hearing people's reasons why not to do something and then like doing it out of spite. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I know. It's hilarious. Well, okay. Well, I can't I'll do make it because I got this and I got <laughs> that. It's like, you know, and some people have, you know, my parents are sick and I'm taking care. Okay. That, yeah. Yeah. Take care of your parents. Mm-hmm. Like, but for folks who are like, yeah, you know, I just, I just didn't have time. Well, I've been off work for three days. It's like, so you had time. <laughs> right. I just like wanted to stare at the wall. That's all yeah. I wanted to do. You know? And like sometimes you need that. But like, 100%. It's, it's like doing things or like putting off, you know, your dreams or like aspirations over other responsibilities. That's one thing. But like yeah. just because you or lazy. didn't yeah, feel like it, yeah. that's a whole nother deal. For sure. So. Yeah. It's just like, uh, you know, I've, I've gotten asked a lot, like, why do a podcast? Um, you know, I don't have a following or anything like that. It's like, I don't do it for a following, man. I do it because I enjoy making podcasts. Right. When I'm not doing anything, I listen to podcasts, you know? Yeah. There's ones I watch, ones I listen to, and it's just something, you know, on my downtime, I genuinely enjoy. And then through watching different ones and accumulating, you know, kind of the different approaches, then you can kind of create your own from that. And then you just start, you know? Yeah. I don't need the $3,000 camera and the, the big lights and all this stuff. Those right. lights are $10 a pop. like Which is fantastic. Because <laughs> all you need. Yeah. Like, you don't and need they to work have... really well. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're starting out. You don't need to have the top. I think a lot of people shoot themselves in the foot. I see that a lot in basketball. I see a lot of folks get the $300 sneakers and they come out and they can't even shoot a free throw. You right. Know? <laughs> and that's discouraging. Like, oh, yeah. why don't I buy these shoes? Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You can look the part once you are the part right yeah work your way like i was using terrible acrylic paints for years and just because they're cheap like i don't want to spend all my money on like really nice acrylic paints like finally this year i upgraded to something a little nicer but i still don't buy the top of the line because like i'm doing this for fun for sure (laughs) so and it's just like that's a bad mind frame to get into you know i need to have the best stuff in order to do anything it's like man the most intelligent people out here are the ones that take nothing and make something from it. You know, that attitude of like, I don't need to have every single tool, but I'll still make it happen. Yeah. You know, I'll figure it out. The I'll figure it out attitude is where I want to be for like the rest of my life. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) It's that creative energy. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just a good attitude too. As corny as it might sound like just not being, Oh, well I can't do that cause, or I can't figure that out cause it's like, right. You know, I don't have the best, the best, like you, you don't, don't need, need it. it, you mm-hmm. know, people get by off way less. It's, it's very doable. Yeah. And, uh, just like your brain will put up those roadblocks of why you shouldn't, why you can't. And you just gotta be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, you know, and I'm gonna mess up along the way, but that's like the whole purpose, man. The, the destination is never the goal. The journey is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and I know. We were talking about jobs earlier, but right out of college, I had seven jobs 
in the year that I graduated Ooh. because I didn't like Where'd you work at? Um, let's see if I can remember them all. <laughs> yeah, all um, seven. Let's go. So, like, right before I graduated, I was working at La Rosa's. Which I, is like oh, a restaurant? pizza place. Pizza yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. That's why y'all um, hate pizza. <laughs> right. No, I, I mean, I love pizza. It's fine. But whenever I was there, I would get, like, buffalo sauce and chicken because I was tired of eating, like, you know, normal pizza every day. I get a free pizza every shift. Nice. But so there worked there worked on a farm home meadow song farm for my internship and i loved that that was great nice. learned some biodynamic farming techniques and it oh, definitely yeah. like helped me get into more environmentalism um brian geist doing classic. like restocking the shelves at kroger it's a classic Cincinnati uh, job. Yeah. <laughs> yes so i worked for a brewery restocking their beers like setting up their beers at different grocery stores and then worked at a printing place worked at michael's for like i can see that two weeks <laughs> two weeks <laughs> yeah. i thought you'd be in paradise there uh so like i was supposed to teach classes but the scheduling manager was on vacation when i was hired and then when she got back never scheduled me <laughs> i don't even know if she knew i worked there so i just left <laughs> So you kind of worked at Michael's. Right, that might be a like, half hour. I had a $90 paycheck. I don't know <laughs> if it counts. <laughs> uh, that's a lineup. Else? Yeah. Couple but that's a real <laughs> that's a real artist right there. Is when they've had just like a ton of jobs and like, yeah. yeah, didn't stick. Didn't stick. But I kept painting. So well, that's the there main you go, thing. Kids. You know, <laughs> I, that's one of my favorite LeBron sayings. He's like, you just keep the main thing, the main thing. It's like, yeah, you yeah. Know. You were doing those jobs to support yourself, but that wasn't, you know. That's not the goal. Yeah, that's not the goal. It was just, you know. But those those that experience is so essential at the same time. Like, you need that. Because, like, how much appreciation do you have for the job you have that right. has that art aspect to it? Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like and even, I love it. Every day I go in, like, I am happy to be there. Even if I'm tired, like, yeah. that's fine. But, yeah, for sure. There's never, like this euphoric occupation where you're always 110% happy and cheery. Like, no, that's not life. Right. When we're talking about being happy with your job, it's just like, you know, not feeling like you're wasting your time every day going there. Yeah. Like you're actually using that time right. as, as a valuable resource. Cause I hate feeling like I'm wasting time. Oh, like the that's worst. the, <laughs> my last like year or two at, at, you know, working my retail job was just like pulling teeth. Because at that point, I saw it all. I did it all. You know, I saw every type of customer. I've had every, you know, nice interaction, bad interaction. Mm -hmm. And it just got stale. And it just felt like I was just running in the motions, you know. Yeah. And then uh, with this new job in the cannabis industry, it's just so, you know, challenging in the best way possible. Um, Because it challenges my strengths on how to, like, excel those even further. Yeah. And, uh, but... You know, when when there are those rare moments, I'm like, oh, I'm just over it. I think back to that shitty job, and I'm like, yeah, it could be worse. Right. Like, I'm not <laughs> over it that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's important to have that, right? It's important to have that realization. Because um, I don't want to go back to that. And so it's a good motivating factor to not jump back in. Right. Um, Let yourself get into whatever cycle yeah, that. Yeah, to what's yeah. like, you know, maybe like the safe route to go. 
you know, I had a lot of folks tell me, you know, you're going to put cannabis on your resume. Like, what are you going to do in the future? Go work in cannabis. Right. <laughs> Continue <laughs> like, I'm working not going in that field. In. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going anywhere. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like folks will, folks that, uh, I don't know if I, maybe, maybe folks that have never found their passion always have that reason to not do something. But for folks that are more into more than just a paycheck, ask those questions and they're hard questions to answer. But on the other side of it, it's just so, so much more of a fulfilling life, you know? Yeah. A fulfilling existence. Right. And know? I think that's like what it's all about. That's too. the goal. Like I, I can't imagine my life without painting like that. I need to do that. For sure. Like, yeah. You need that expression, that creative outlet to just let things be and then you leave them there. Right. And being know? able to find that, whatever is your motivating factor. Like if it's if you need to work like a meh job to like do whatever on the side, then do that. For sure. You know. It's a multitude of things. It's not like, you know, painting's that only expression for you. It's not like podcast is the only expression for me. Like there's right. other things too, but yeah. those are like kind of our, you know, the main things we focus on. Yeah. But, you know, I think yoga and, and meditation oh did gosh, leaps yes. and bounds, you know, for, for me sure. to even get to this place. Like, I think a lot about if I didn't have that practice, like if Pete didn't take me to that random yoga class seven years ago. Yeah. Like, who knows? You know, who knows? Like, I've learned how to handle moments so much better because I learned about breath. Right. And just know? like taking a step back and being yeah. able to like just bring yourself inward and yeah. reflect on the situation and having like that emotional intelligence. Yeah. Cause when you have friction, friction just looks for more friction and you just want to, that's what it's right. looking to do. And when you just, what, why are you mad? Like right. if someone's coming at you with negative energies, cause something's wrong with them. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you just have to take a step back. Someone comes well, up to you. Why'd you spill that coffee? Oh my gosh. You know? Or you'd be like, hey, I think you spilled some coffee. You know, like yeah, it, there's something going on with them. Some, yeah. Some uh, serving nightmares, you know. Oh, but oh, like, hell, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure. Service industry nightmares. And I'm sure you have them from like working, you know, a retail yeah. job too. Oh, yeah. Retail, but, waitressing and stuff. It's all hand yeah. in hand. Yeah. But yoga teaches you to handle those situations way better than working in retail. <laughs> <laughs> would for sure i mean it's just you know those folks are looking you to looking for you to match that energy and what it's really doing is just matching their toxicity they're mm-hmm. they're throwing up their toxicity onto you and then trying right. to swoop you into that right and so just uh, being able to take a step back like oh i'd rather not get oh i with that you know i'll <laughs> i'll go dr phil on a bitch just be like what's going on with you like what's right. wrong let's you talk know? about it I remember one time this lady came in. She was all fired up, cussing and stuff. And she was an older lady. And I love my old folks, but, you know, they struggle with cell phones and, and things Aww. of that nature. Yeah. <laughs> and so finally, let's just go. I go, honey, what's wrong? And she told me she just found out she had cancer. Oh, my gosh. And I remember, like, some coworkers were like, no, that lady was a bitch. Because they didn't really, like, hear her, like, kind of tell me her story. Like, right. they just heard, heard her, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. And I go, you know, guys, I just asked what was wrong. And she just found out she had cancer. So people she's not aren't, having a good day. <laughs> yeah, people aren't assholes just to be an asshole. Right. There's always something that ties to it. Yeah. And then I just talked to her. And then she ended up, uh, like, going on the website and gave, gave like, the story a good review of Aww. how we, you know, took the time to talk to her and just calm her down a little bit and fix her. And by the time she left, she was in a better mood. And she, you know, whatever needed fixed was fixed. And, uh, but if I approached her with that same energy, 
Oh. And then it's just friction. Shit show. And then it's a shit show. <laughs> but in reality, she was just hurting. She was just like, yeah, I just found out I had cancer and I'm freaking right. out and my cell phone's not working. And I'm like, yeah, that my totally makes sense. Apart. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. totally makes sense. That why you'd be freaking out. So I'm going to help you out. And I hope everything works out. And, you know, here's a yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> and more people need to have that kind of attitude. Like, so. let me just, let's talk it out. But it wears on you, you know. I think, you know, as someone that's been in that job, you for that particular lady, it worked out. But when you're doing that eight, ten hours a day, five oh gosh, days a right. week, by the time you're at the end of your week, you're like, I don't like, I'm just ready to go. Right. <laughs> I got problems, too. I, I want to go home. <laughs> Yeah, I got my own stuff to figure out. <laughs> so, you know, it's just having the emotional intelligence to know that when people are, are freaking out, it's not, most of the time, it's not against you. It's really about them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm glad we solved some of the world's problems. Right. <laughs> That's good. We had a little emotional therapy. Now everybody can go reflect on yeah, why they're reflect, feeling the yeah. way they are. Be nice. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. Just be nice. You know, it's really not that hard. You see that person across the street with the opposite political sign, still be nice. You know? Oh, for sure. We're all still Americans. We're all still on the same team. And not that like passive-aggressive nice. Be genuinely right. nice. <laughs> oh, hey. We don't need that. Hope you have a good day. It's like, ugh. No. <laughs> have a great one. Enjoy your Saturday. Like right. that. Yeah. You know, positivity <laughs> is infectious, just like negativity is. Mm-hmm. You know, I love just like, now that people aren't so, uh, I mean, obviously everyone's still wearing masks. But when, when I'm outside walking the dog, just like, I love smiling at folks. Yeah. You know, like, just like sharing that positivity in the morning on a morning walk and just say, hey, good morning, you know? Right. And I have to remember some people aren't morning people because I'll do that and then get a, get a nothing, <sighs> nothing yeah. back. Like, well, <laughs> you know, they're not there yet. <laughs> no. And, you know, uh, on your part, just keep spreading it, you yep. know? Because you never know. You know, maybe that person walked past and was thinking like, oh, maybe it isn't so bad. That person's doing okay. You know? yeah. <laughs> or they thought, fuck that person. It is They're too, too cheery. Early. It's too yeah. early. <laughs> like both of our significant others did before we did this podcast. Right. And that's fine. It sounds like they're up and moving. So. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Awesome, my friend. Well, thank you for coming yeah, on. I appreciate you. you coming on and talking about the paint a little bit. And Thanks for having me make a painting. So, oh, of course. <laughs> if any of y'all ever want... Uh, this amazing artist to do some work for you. Uh, why don't you tell them where they can find you? Yeah. So I am at Roth comma Annie.com or my Instagram is Roth comma Annie. Uh, yeah. Reach out. I'm there. Holla. <laughs> Holla. Yeah. yeah she doesn't I just want to make paintings. She so. did the, uh, <laughs> the love tribe painting, the podcast with Christian. You guys can see that painting on that video. Um, she did a great one for my bay. That's pretty fire. We'll have to get that one up here yes. sometime. It's a nice little Beatles lyric. Um, so yeah, she's a great artist. And, uh, if you want some pieces for the crib or for the office, um, Oh, that's what we got to talk about. You need to make some, that's, that's your next project for me. It's something for the office. Ah, yes, yes. I can do that. <laughs> yes. That'll be a good, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to all of them. She always does a right? great job. I'm looking forward to painting more. I'm looking and, forward to uh, more podcasts. So yeah, hell yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> I think it's important to, you know, especially this time where so many folks are struggling, especially artists, how many artists are struggling. You know, we've seen a lot of those big corporate right. jobs stick around, but a lot of those mom and pa, you know, mm -hmm. restaurants, people and, live in their passions. Yeah. Like, people live in their passions are getting hurt the most right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, whether, you know, if you got other friends that do any sort of art, make beats, 
paintings, whatever, you know, to try to try to help out. And, uh, you know, yeah. we, we got to help those folks out. They don't get stimulus checks and corporate right. tax cuts. Even like <laughs> the little mom and pop coffee shops, those people need yeah. help, like the yeah. little restaurants. Barbershops, like- you know, the barbershop, we just moved down here and, you know, the barbershop uh, that I go to started in the 30s. And then they've awesome. been in the building there and now since 89. So, you know, just find those staples and, yeah. you know, just trying to help those folks out because they don't get, you know, a lot of the government relief that your targets and Walmarts and, mm-hmm. and all of them get. So, yeah. Anyway, help the people. <laughs> Be good. Help the people. Get yeah. creative. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for tuning in, y'all. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.